This is Susan. I'm bringing you hope for the uprooted. I am delighted that you join me today. I always love the pleasure of your company, and I hope you're having a good day, whatever you're doing. Uh, I hope that um, the time that we spend together will encourage you and bring you hope and perhaps equip you a little along the way as an uprooted woman. You know, you could be uprooted through any major life change. You could be in the trenches of transition or that maze of moving, that chaos of change. You could be on that emotional roller coaster uh, through any life change when you are uprooted through death, through divorce, through illness, perhaps through uh, retirement downsizing your lifestyle could be that you are an empty nester and that is being uprooted from the normal a new normal for you and so I hope today as I bring you a special time together uh, on gratitude that you will indeed um, be encouraged no matter what stage or phase or age you are in life. I have talked before about moving to a place. I always like to think of, okay, what if we move to a place called trust? And so I, I did a podcast on moving to a place called trust, moving to a place called rest. I think last month I did one on um, moving to a place called contentment. And so I thought, gosh, I would just kind of like to keep that going because I would love to move you to a place that would bring you a greater grasp of who our God is in the midst of change. So I wanted to talk to you today about the power of gratitude. And I thought we might move to a place called gratitude and just take a good look at what that looks like in our life. Um, Moving to that place called gratitude. You know, gratitude is a place everybody should move to, right? It's a good uh, opportunity, a good place uh, to thank the Lord for every day He gives you. You know, it's real hard to be negative when you have a grateful heart. And as each day begins, you can look ahead in faith and thank Him for even the smallest details, for His loving kindness, for uh, just anything that comes along in your life out of the blue uh, to thank him for. He is loving and he is kind. And as the day begins, sometimes I just say, thank you, Lord. When I hear the birds outside singing, they wake me up every morning. And that's just, they put a song in my heart. And I'm grateful for that. So just the smallest thing uh, I can be so grateful for. And and I find if I start my day in a grateful um, place, that it certainly does affect the attitude and the outlook of my whole day. And then as the day ends, you can look back and thank God for His faithfulness. You know, sometimes I will just say, Lord, thank you that I have a roof over my head. Thank you that I can put gas in my car. 
uh, things that sometimes we take for granted are um, brought to mind uh, uh, all the more when we have a grateful heart. I love the scripture, Psalm 86, 12 through 13. I will give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and will glorify your name forever, for your loving kindness towards me is great. And you know, whether you have uh, abundance, whether you have much, or whether you have little, be thankful, be thankful, because God is going to take care of you. And if you have much, be grateful for all he has given you at this season of your life. If you have little, be grateful for what you have. It is that attitude of the heart. It is that attitude of the mind and emotions. I met a young woman one time. uh, I will call her Teresa. And she was not very grateful when she moved. She was so angry at her husband. She couldn't feel anything. You know, I've been that angry before. I've been so angry that I've been numb. And not only did I not have a grateful heart, I felt bitterness, a root of bitterness um, spur in my, in my heart and emotions. And she felt um, nothing. She was so angry. The wall between she and her husband was getting higher and higher. They argued more and more. They talked less and less. She resented him, and she too was bitter. Why did he do this to me? She said, I just, I just left behind my friends, my, my dream house, a church I loved. And she built up all this resentment and this huge wall between them. And she began to withdraw and she began to pull away from him emotionally. And months went by and and Teresa's heart became hardened. I don't know about you, but there have been times that my heart has been hardened through circumstances when things were really, really tight financially or when um, Bill and I were like two ships passing in the night after 14 moves and, you know, we barely communicated and, you know, we just seemed so disconnected. My heart has been hardened also and I could sense and understand her feelings. One day, one day, I got a phone call from her and she said, hey, can I come over for a few minutes? You know, women love to come over and we sit by side, side by side in my hammock and um, just kind of swing ever gently back and forth. And there's something very peaceful and soothing about that. And she said, hey, can I come over and let's just sit a spell in your hammock? kind of like sitting together side by side on a bench in a park or on a comfortable sofa where you can just talk and share and be together. And when I opened the door, she almost fell into my arms. She said, what am I going to do? And she was so desperate. Things had begun begun to build and build and build and the wall became thicker and thicker between them. I'm a mess, she said. I'm a mess. My marriage is a mess. Where do I begin? 
And you know what I said to Teresa? This I have said uh, to many women in my life when they say, where do I begin? Where do I start? And I said to her, you go back to Jesus. That's where you begin. He can heal your pain and restore your marriage. If you live in the midst of your mess, for his glory, he'll work out the mess. He'll work through the mess. But you have to go back to Jesus. That's where you begin. That's where you start. Because you see so many times with a hardened heart or with a, with a anger and bitterness, with that desperate feeling of disconnect, you're also disconnected from Jesus. Your heart is also hardened towards him. And she said, where, where do I begin? What do I do? As the afternoon began to slowly ease into more and more conversation, we talked about so many things. And I said, Teresa, just stop right now and just think about all the things you have to be grateful for. Because you've talked a lot about your unhappiness. You've talked a lot about things that have made you unhappy and circumstances and just talked a lot of negative about this move, but but I want you to think about what you're grateful for, what you're thankful for since you've moved. Her husband loved her dearly. Her kids were adjusting well. She'd gotten involved in a, in a Bible study. She'd made some friends. They'd gotten involved at a church. But isn't that so typical that we can do all the right things and still be so unhappy and still wear that mask of everything is fine. My goodness, all of a sudden as I asked her to recount those things, she began to see all the blessings in her life instead of all her unhappiness. So we prayed together before she left, and I felt like after she'd left that a dark cloud had been lifted from her spirit. It wasn't anything I said or did. It was just allowing her to think beyond the negative, beyond the discontentment, and focus on the the positive and focus on things she had to be thankful for. I not only saw hope in her eyes, but I prayed for her after she left that God would work in and through her and would soften her heart and begin to open the door between she and her husband. That one brick in the wall after another would begin to come down. Yes, she and her husband had issues to work out, but they both were willing to do whatever it would take to tear down the walls between them. And they began with grateful hearts. Don't let the things that aren't good about this move or this transition or this change or this loss in your life rob you rob you of all the things that are good. Don't wait to feel grateful. Make the choice to feel grateful. Make the choice to feel grateful. Gratitude, my friend, will bring you back to Jesus. Go back to him and thank him for all your blessings. Start from there and then move forward. Just remember, there are women like you who move all over the world. 
there are women like you who have gone through hardship and loss and change and um, unbelievable circumstances, and they deal with the same feelings and frustrations. They worry about their kids. They get angry at their husbands. They grieve over the loss of a loved one. They hunger for a good friend. Many of them struggle with being a single parent. Some women struggle with loneliness. Many of them still haven't unpacked that last emotional box in their heart. They haven't forgiven or they haven't um, begun to start over. They can't let go of things that have wrapped them tight with ungratefulness or a negative spirit. You, my friend, are not alone. You are not alone. The best, I always like to say the best, is yet to come. I can't help but remember so well the story of the leper in Luke seventeen fifteen, when the lepers were healed by Jesus and only one turned back with a grateful heart. Luke seventeen fifteen. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. He fell on his feet, giving thanks to him. Be the one that goes back to Jesus. Be that one that says, Cleanse me, Lord, of my unfaith, my hurt, my unforgiveness, whatever it is. Think of what it is that is that wall between you and a grateful heart. Be the one that goes back to Jesus. Run, don't walk to him. You see, not only does gratitude bring us back to Jesus, it brings praise to him. Gratitude brings hope and builds memories. And I ask you, what is your leprosy? What is it that is keeping you from a distance from Jesus? What is that ungratefulness, that root of bitterness that might keep you at that distance from him? Gratitude is a, is a choice that you make. It is choosing to focus on the blessings in your life. It's choosing to express your gratitude to God. It's a choice we make. We can choose to be bitter or we can choose to be better. Gratitude is the cornerstone of a positive, healthy attitude. And gratitude is indispensable for a joy-filled life. Psalm 126.3 The Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. Let me tell you, joy and gratitude will always go together. It will always go hand in hand. And I encourage you to be a grateful person. To be one that goes back to Jesus and says, Oh, you know, and, th- and I've done this so many times. Oh, oh, Lord, so many things I have to be thankful for. And yet, I don't stop to tell you. And every time I do, it's like, wow, I'm acknowledging to my God 
the great things he has done. And great things may be the smallest thing. It may be the smallest detail. I sprained my ankle on a hike not long ago when I crossed a stream and my my um, foot slipped off the log. I, yes, I was crossing a stream on a log and I did pretty good on my balance till I got to the end of the stream and the end of the log and my foot slipped and I knew that I had hurt my I hurt my ankle and I just prayed all the way back. I, I was a mile up this canyon and a mile back and I just said, Oh Lord Jesus, please don't let it be broken. Please. Uh, I'm just so thankful I can walk and I'm so grateful to you that, you know, it. if I can walk on it, it's not broken. I know I sprained it, but I was so grateful that I could walk down that canyon um, with a limp and um, with not putting full pressure on it but just the little thing of hey I can walk out of this canyon I sprained my ankle I didn't break it thank you Lord and I can walk on it and I can walk out of here and just the simple little things like that that sometimes we don't even think about stopping and saying hey thank you Lord this is a pretty little thing but a big thing to me And you will find that your capacity for um, joy, for being grateful, just increases as you sense all the big and little things that God does for you. It's, It's an antidote to most of your negative emotions. And the more you appreciate, the more thankful you are, then the more things you'll notice tomorrow to be grateful for. It, 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 it just, it's an in tandem flow. Um, you know, life will always have its downs. Life will always have its uh, hard times, its circumstances. But what are you going to do with that? What nugget of gratefulness are you going to find in that to turn around and say thank you Lord it was a hard day these are hard times I don't know if I'm going to get through this but you and I'll get through it together for sure being grateful teaches you a lot about God's grace you know he shows me and you his unmerited favor he shows us how he loves us and takes care of us in spite of us In some way or another, He will always show you His goodness and His mercy and His grace. Whether you have much or little, it is sufficient. Don't miss the moment of thanking Him daily for His grace in your life. For the things He does for you and for me that I don't deserve, that you don't deserve, but that He gives us. Be grateful. And you know what? Moving to a place called gratefulness will change not only your attitude and your heart, but will, as I said, totally give you joy in your day. I can be joyful about the smallest thing. I can be, I can find, I can be discontent and unhappy when I'm in a poopah mood or have a poopah day. But it doesn't take long for me to uh, be pulled back to center and know that God is not only faithful, 
but that he is a God of grace and mercy in my life. I hope you've enjoyed our time together and I just pray that you are encouraged and when you walk away from this podcast that you have a little hope in your heart and I just I hope you know that you're not alone that God is with you right now he'll never leave you I want you to trust him with all your heart because he's going to give you far more than ever will be taken away from you in this change and in this transition. You may not see it now. You may not feel it. You may not know it now. But trust God all the more. Move to that place called trust. Move to that place called rest. And then turn around and move to that place of gratefulness with a grateful heart. And don't forget, you are not alone. You are not alone. I think it's so important for women to know that what they go through, the feelings that they have, that they are not alone. I want you to list all the things that you have to be grateful for at this season of your life. I want you to move to a place of gratitude each day. And if you write it down and it's visible and you see it and you write it, It will be such a reminder of the things that God has blessed you with. His mercy and His grace. List them. Write them down. And you know, just go outside barefoot, okay? A couple of things that are fun and frivolous that help you get in touch with a grateful heart. Go barefoot in the grass and wiggle your toes. I don't know, there's something about... Um, being in touch with God's earth and God's world and nature that you just can't help but be grateful for what he's done. Go to a park and swing on the swings. I love to do that. Go outside when it rains. As a child, you may have done that, but then when you get older, you think, oh, I can't do that. Hey, do it. Go outside. Look up and let it rain on your face. Buy yourself some fresh flowers and put them where you'll enjoy them. I can look at flowers and and my heart just smiles. You know, just thank you, Lord, for the beauty of your world and your nature. Just go outside, stand in the middle of your yard, look up, raise your arms and say, thank you, God. Thank you. It helps lighten your load to release it to him, to release to him all your burdens, to release to him your grieving, your pain, your hurt, your loss, your unforgiveness. Release it to him. I want you to begin to let go and trust God. I want you to begin the process of starting over with hope and moving forward with faith. Hey, I'm going to be thinking about you this next week and being grateful that you are in my life. Thanks so much. We will see you next time. And hey, you go start that list right now. What are the things you have to be grateful for today? See you next time. 